Hello and welcome back. Today we will be looking at the Old Testament overview, lesson number 21. If you're looking at the outline, go down to the near the bottom of page 5, which is where we will begin. Uh, we were studying and looking at Genesis chapter 11 during the last lesson, and today we'll be starting with chapter 12. But before we begin, let's remember 1 John 1 9, as may or may not be necessary. Old Testament Overview, Lesson 21, page 5 of the outline near the bottom at point 15. Genesis 12.1 Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will shew thee. 15.1 Verse 1 The Lord had said, A direct communication from God. 15.11 God did not choose Abram because of anything he was then doing, but because of what God in his omniscience saw Abram later do, faith in the Messiah to come. The Lord distinctly declares, for when he was but one, I called him. And that's from Isaiah chapter 51, verse 2, which reads, look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah, who gave you birth. When I called him, he was but one. And I blessed him and made him many. 15.1.2 There were others just as needy, some perhaps morally better. But God is sovereign. He saw this man's choices and called him. Genesis chapter 15 verse 6 And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. James chapter 2 verse 23 And the scripture was fulfilled which saith Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God Hebrews chapter 11 verse 8 through 10 By faith Abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, their heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. 15.2. Get thee out of thy country. 15.3. The reason for his permanent change of station is the failure of mankind at the Tower of Babel. God purposes to rule this earth in righteousness and by no means of men. To best do this, he decided to create nations. 
From his sovereignty, he also decided to select a people who would later become a promised nation, a one and only priest nation. 15.3.1 By sovereign grace, God set up one man as the head of one of those nations through whom righteousness should come to the earth through a Savior, and to whom world government should one day be committed. 15.4 And from thy kindred. 15.5 It seems heartless to ask a son to leave his father and family. But God was asking the son to leave a godless father and a godless family. Joshua says, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Your fathers lived of old beyond the Euphrates. Terah, the father of Abraham, and they served other gods. Now therefore, put away the gods which your fathers served. Joshua chapter 24 verse 2 and 14, and they read, Joshua said to all the people, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Long ago your forefathers, including Terah, the father of Abraham, and Nahor, lived beyond the river and worshipped other gods. Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your forefathers worshipped beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. 15.6 We remember that later in the days of Jacob, Rachel stole her father's idols and hid them when he searched her tent. The path of holiness is a path of separation. 15.7 From thy father's house to a land that I will show thee. 15.8 It makes no difference where it is or how appealing or unappealing. If the Lord leads us there, it is the land for us. If the Lord does not lead us, it can never be the right land, even though it is paved with diamonds. 15.8.1 We find the will of God, certainly to include his geographical will, by the use of the two power options. Romans 12, verse 2 be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of the mind, that you may know what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. 15.8.2 Literally, Abram was being led out of the land of Ur into the land of Canaan. Spiritually, Abram was being led to the heavenly country. He thus confessed that he was a stranger and a pilgrim in the earth. 15.8.3 But as it is, they desired a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God. From Hebrews chapter 11, verse 13 through 16, and it reads, all these people were still living by faith when they died. 
They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, and they admitted that they were aliens and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. 15.8.4 The early patriarchs were pleasing God by means of being convinced concerning the truth of Bible doctrine. 15.9 Verse 2 I will make of thee a great nation. 15.9.1 This is the first of the unconditional promises. If God promises had conditions, they would have never been fulfilled. For we do not have the power to keep any condition. 15.9.2 Therefore, the promises must be in pure grace and without conditions. I will make of thee a great nation. But Lord, Abraham might have said, Suppose I get out of thy will, or my posterity should become adulterers, or my descendants should crucify thy son. 15.9.3 God's answer would have been, and in fact was a resounding unilateral answer, I will make of thee a great nation. 15.9.4 The promise is not because of what Abraham might or might not do or be, but because of God's grace and his design. Point 16. Genesis 12.2 And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. 16.1 Verse 2, I will bless thee. 16.1.1 But Lord, suppose Abraham becomes a liar, and his grandson, Jacob, becomes a crook. Also his greatest son, David, becomes an adulterer and a murderer and the nation descended from Abraham becomes so evil that it is necessary to scatter them in judgment throughout the earth. 16.1.2 God's sovereign, resounding answer would have been, I will bless you. 16.1.3 But can man's sin never make thee a liar? I will bless you. Why, Lord? Because I am the God of whom it is said, If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. 16.2 And make thy name great. 16.2.1 By the thousands, 
Jews, Muslims, and Christians have been named Abraham. Abraham is one of the few universal names. But the greatest involved in the promise was not merely that the literal name would be widely used. Abram was to become Abraham and thus be the father of many nations. Both a physical seed in the nation and a spiritual seed in the church. The act of leaving Ur and going to the land of Canaan would have given him the other name, which in the Hebrew means the one who crossed over. 16.2.2 And, most of all, Abraham is the name that is bound up with all the promises of God. The name is found 74 times in the New Testament. Abraham was the recipient of what is famously called the Abrahamic Covenant and the father of not only the Jewish race, but all Arab nations and every believer who has ever exercised faith alone in Christ alone. And that concludes Lesson 21 in Pastor Merritt's Old Testament Overview. Before we go today, I wanted to give you an update on Pastor Merritt. And the recovery is slow, but I'm in pretty constant contact with him, and uh, he's helping me from afar, but that's certainly no substitute for having him and the the depth of knowledge and expertise that he can offer. So I ask you to continue to pray for his recovery and pray for me as I read and present his work. I'm going to encourage you again to go to westbankbiblechurch.com and I'm looking at the main page right now and there's so much, so much information there. Uh, Everything from the book of Zechariah, uh, the book of Daniel, the Song of Solomon, the study of Revelation, 275 plus Pastor Merritt study books, the outlines, and of course the 142 lessons from the Old Testament and more. Uh, we got probably five years of streaming audio that I keep up there. If you go to the archive of the streaming audio, uh, you get some very detailed specials as well as uh, longer studies that are in there that you can search and listen to and, you know, from him. Once again, thank you for listening. Look forward to presenting next time. And as always, if there's anyone Without Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior in their life, all you got to do is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. So long.